0: fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Uncharted Media Podcast. This is episode number 18. Josh, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great, man. It's, a, it's been a week so far, but, you know, doing all right. We're having a good time.
0: Yeah, man, no I'm complaints. just
1: hoping to get through this week
0: and get ready for the Rumble this weekend. I'm super excited for that. Oh,
1: yeah. Hey, but- you you moved into into a new apartment, didn't you? Yes, I did. That is
0: why we were off last week, as we didn't have our Wi-Fi set up yet. We were busy moving stuff in, but now we do have internet. So, yeah, we're back to our regular scheduled program. Life is not quite normal yet. We're still kind of moving stuff out of boxes, but, yeah, we're in the new place. We really like it. A lot of space. Nice quiet neighbors.
1: (laughs) Space is always a good thing, man. I feel that. There's so much room for activities. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's coming from a guy who shares a 400-square-foot studio apartment with another dude, so. Well, because
0: we were off last week, there's a lot of news, which I think we had them in our notes, but something happened with the Google Doc that Josh and I share, and we don't know what, so it's kind of me piecing it back like a jigsaw puzzle with what I kind of remember, but I remember there were some trailers and some really good trailers. Um, we got to start off strong here. That's Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. We know we're behind the the ball here, but um, we got to talk about my boy,
1: Fishbowl Head Mysterio. Oh, gosh. They, I'm so happy that they went with it. And, like, the suit itself looks so good. It's just not even fair, man. But the oh. thing
0: is, it looks like the suit from the comics, which I yeah. never thought we'd get.
1: But it looks like it looks- Iron Man
0: meets... Thor, which they even mentioned in the trailer, and I loved it.
1: It was so. The trailer's fantastic. Also, Spider Wings. That, that was in Homecoming,
0: dude. No. Yeah, it was. No. When he jumps off the Washington Monument. Dang it.
1: But, yes.
0: It's kind of sad the that suit. I forgot
1: that. I forgot that and popped hard for it in the trailer. I was like, oh, that's so cool. We didn't get that yet. And so like funny thing with yet. the
0: spider wings, and the only reason I remember for a fact that they're in Homecoming, is um, like three days before Homecoming came, the Homecoming trailer came out, the very first one, I made a video on the main Uncharted Media YouTube channel of things I would like to see in the new Spider-Man Homecoming and things I would like to see in the trailer. And I actually, in my rough draft of the video, said Spider Wings, but I cut it in post because I thought, no, that's too ridiculous, it's never going to happen. And it yeah. was in the trailer itself. I was like, dang it!
1: Oh, man. It's, this trailer is fantastic. It's what do you think just... about the new suit? Or suits, actually. Yeah, okay, so the the black and red, um, I really like it. It's a really unique suit. Um... It harkens back to, I want to say, Secret Wars, um, with its that, that leather, that black and red leather suit, um, with the boots. It reminds me a little bit of that one, but like way sleeker. Also, the black, whatever black stealth one he's wearing, looks a lot
0: like the the noir suit. I was thinking the exact same thing, just no trench coat and hat.
1: Yeah. Oh, but, but it would totally like work too because they're in London or Europe or whatever. So you could totally get, a, get away with doing something like that. Oh,
0: totally. What I what I like about this trailer is something we kind of speculated at, about and that's Nick Fury. It makes me think so much like uh, the Drake Bell Spider-Man animated where he's in high yes. school still and he's kind of working for S.H.I.E.L.D. and Coulson is his school principal. Yes. We love that Spider-Man and that it very much made me feel like That when I'm watching the trailer, I'm like, oh, gosh. We're just getting essentially what's in the animated show with Drake Bell?
1: Yes, please. Yes. Um, Really, really, I was really impressed with everything. Uh, It really is a fairly short trailer, and we don't really get much information, which I do like. I do have one annoyance. Don't say Flash Thompson. No. It's that Aunt May knows that Parker's Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, I do think that's odd. Um, I'm, I'll be curious to see how they go about that. But to be fair, in a lot of the Spider-Man movies that we've had so far, it's Aunt May already knows. She just doesn't tell him that she knows. Yes,
1: I, I agree. And Really, in like pretty much almost every iteration right, right, right now of Spider-Man, Aunt May always kind of just knows. Which, to be fair, to her credit, how would you not know? Like if, if you're living in with Peter, like how could you not know that he's Spider-Man, kind of thing. So I don't know. I it, it was ju- I think it was just a jarring in the fact that we're not getting given any context on how or how or why she knows.
0: Yeah, and I guess we'll find out. Maybe it's a spoiler um, for Endgame, but we do see from the end of Homecoming that she finds out. But
1: <clears throat> yeah. I love
0: seeing Hydro Man.
1: <laughs>
0: which I remember when I said Hydro Man was going to be in the movie, you're just like, that's so dumb. I think you even said it in the podcast, and you're like, that's so yes. dumb, Hydro Man. And then you see him, and you're like,
1: all right. <laughs> I'll shut up now. All right. So, fun fact um, my brothers, I sent him the trailer when I saw it, um, and he was like, wait. I thought Mysterio was was a bad guy. Oh, that's going around a lot. Oh, I know, and I'm really excited for it because my brother had the same kind of realization. What story they're telling that I that you and I have in in it's that incredible. like that? No, that he's like, oh wait, oh he is a bad guy. Oh, oh he's playing him. Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, it's The Incredibles. It's Syndrome. Oh, it's, it's, I'm so excited. I'm just so, so, uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be Incredibles, but like, live action.
0: (laughs) As much, I think my two favorite parts from the trailer are Mysterio Fishbowl Head, because I never thought we'd get that, and it made it look that good. And then, at the very end, when Flash Thompson is just like, I really respect Spider-Man, he sticks up for what's right, he protects the neighborhood, he's just awesome. And then he sees Peter. What up, dickhead? <laughs> yeah, that like always makes me laugh. No matter how many times I've seen the trailer, which is probably an unhealthy amount by now.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. I also I've enjoy just from the trailer alone. I enjoy how natural the relationship between Peter and MJ seems to be building.
0: Exactly. It's not like
1: they're not like they, they've done very well at not making MJ this damsel in distress. I'm still Which not a huge fan scary. of
0: her having the name MJ cuz character wise she's nothing at all like MJ. I like her character, but you could have just made her a new character.
1: Yeah, that's fair. However, I think I think we really don't get a lot of her in Homecoming whereas I think in this one that she's really going to come through as as MJ. So we'll see though. I mean, I'm 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 open for being wrong. <laughs> but that never happens. Me? No, I'm always right. I don't have a woman in my life, so of course I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. I'm not, I'm not even going to touch that one. <laughs> Thankfully, this was not the only good trailer that we've got in the past two weeks, because holy crap, that John Wick trailer, dough.
1: Oh my goodness. This, I love the fact. That when John Wick won, the first one, was announced and we got the trailer and we were like, oh, okay, like, I guess Keanu Reeves is a is like a secret agent, I guess, whatever. And almost everybody was very much like, including me, was very much like, okay, I guess we're going to go see a generic action movie and it blew everyone away. The fact that we are now two movies later still super hyped for anything John Wick Says a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember I didn't see John Wick in theaters. It was kind of a – or did we? I think it was in college. I can't remember. It's been a long – I've slept since then. Uh, No, I think we saw the second one in college. Maybe. No. Wait. No, we didn't. I'm trying to remember if I saw any of them in – I saw the second one in theaters. I know that for a fact. I don't think I saw the first one when it came out. We may have finally videoed it. Yeah, and I think so. Just remember thinking it was, it's getting some positive reception. How good can it be? It's so good. It's one of the best it's modern great. action movies in terms of cinematography. I'm just going, watching it, going, why can't every other action movie be this good in terms of the style, the camera work, the fluidity yeah. of the movement, and the action is so clear and precise to watch on screen, but also a good narrative. You buy the character, you root for the character, and then. The second one comes along and explores the world even more. I think that's one reason why the movie has such staying power is the such interesting and fascinating universe that it sets up with the continental and almost like these rules that assassins have to play by. And holy crap, I'm excited to see these rules in part three picking up immediately after two of that. We see it, that one hour advantage that the guy gave John Wick and he's like, doc, they're coming five seconds. And I'm so excited to see all of New York come against John Wick. Mm -hmm. The only thing that can make it better, and I I actually think they might do this, is what if the Continental is actually Continental and it's a branch from around the world? Mm. Everyone finds out John Wick is a wanted man now. So every assassin in the world comes to New York for him.
1: Well, I figured that that was already happening with the the motorcycle ninjas.
0: Which repeat what you just said the and I'm asking how great
1: that is. <laughs> it's so hokey, but it looks so cool and I'm so excited. It's ninjas the motorcycle ninjas. On motorcycles man.
0: with katanas. Oh man. This is katana. She's got my back. Her soul traps, this her sword traps the souls of her enemies. <laughs>
1: It's just like watching the trailer. I was like, yeah, this is the last one in the series. It has to be. Because they're going, going out with like, a bang, dude. They are going all out, man. And I love and it. I, I love that line with Halle Berry towards the end. Nothing's Where, ever they, just a talk with it, you. Nothing's John, ever you know. just a conversation. And like the, uh, I liked seeing them actually use the dogs. Like that the dogs aren't just like, you know. Yeah. Oh.
0: But okay. sidekicks. So. Our audience hasn't heard my theory about this, but I texted
1: you I know. Day. I was gonna. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to call you on it and say that you better share this. Yeah,
0: so um, I texted Josh a couple of days ago because I had a mind-blowing revelation, and I could totally be wrong because I haven't watched the first one in a while. I'm trying to remember about how John Wick's wife died, the specifics of like what happened, whether it was cancer, a car accident, what happened, because I what if? It's, I believe what if it's cancer. Her death. Was arranged by the Continental, and her w- death was a hit. That way, and John Wick would never know about it until now. So, not only do you have the chase elements of everyone's coming for John Wick, he's coming for a particular person. Mm. Comes full circle back to the first movie. It's all connected. Oh. And, like,
1: and the thing is, too, I have faith enough in the writers of these films to know that they they could totally pull something like that off.
0: And to me, that wouldn't be a really big plot twist or anything. I'd be like, oh, crap, that makes sense. Now you've done messed up because now you really have John Wick coming for you. Exactly. If he was pissed about a dead dog before, oh, he's going to be even more pissed you killed his wife.
1: Yes. So I think, I agree. I think the, I'm going to take it a step further in that they set him up with him killing that the Russian mob basically so that they, he the maybe it's against the rules in some way that he that he wasn't aware of or I don't know it's it, there's a lot you could do with the the, the with in that kind of, kind of avenue of story I see the
0: series either ending with him dying or him more or less tearing down the whole system that is the continental
1: yeah uh, basically, in my mind, if he doesn't die, there's always the potential for a fourth one. Yeah. Which, honestly, let's go. Let's have him be like an old man and him train somebody else. Oh, God. John Wick meets Logan. <laughs> let's go. Oh, oh man. I'm so down. So, from
0: <laughs> dumb awesome action to dumb fun horror, we have the Final Destination franchise. So, this has been around for longer than I think but also in my mind Final Destination has been kind of underrated as a horror franchise and now it seems to be getting a reboot which depending on who's doing it I'm actually down for this
1: um okay so I agree that it's uh, it's underrated because I mean there are I know like not even just a handful but like a lot of people who have seen this film who will not drive behind trucks with, with like poles on them oh yeah like I and I personally cannot drive behind a uh, a an eighteen wheeler that's carrying that that specific kind of load. I get nervous
0: it, with those um, lines that go across
1: showers. Yeah, no, like it just the, the the series was very good about making you uncomfortable with normal everyday things. Um, so as far as a reboot is concerned, I don't know if if you need it. 'Cause it like the way that the most recent one ends, it kind of wraps up everything in a nice little bow.
0: Excuse me. Uh well, see that to me is why I think a reboot is better than a sequel. You could start Fair. from fresh. You could start with new kills, new characters, but the same concept of escaping death. Maybe make it I say this a lot, but just make it a blumhouse movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. When in doubt I mean,
0: when in doubt, blumhouse it.
1: I mean, yeah, or the other option is, I don't know, just don't reboot it.
0: <laughs> I don't have that much of an attachment to Final Destination either way, so I I don't I care re- if it gets rebooted. So I'm more on well, the side of it. Neither do I, sure.
1: but I'm, I'm, the, I'm of the kind of mindset, though, when it comes to reboots, like, does it need it? Does it is there something you can add to it by rebooting it? Like, for example, rebooting Lion King into a live, you know, quote unquote, live action. Like, what what can you add on that? Well, there's a lot you can add on that. What can you add in a modern time Final Destination? I mean, not really that much. I mean, because like the most recent one came out what, like four or five years ago. 2011 really that maybe. Long. Maybe, but still, it's not that long ago. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm uh, a different. Reserve, yeah, i I'm, I'll reserve my judgment. I, I think it's a bad idea to reboot this this specific series, but yeah, I don't. I don't get paid for those kinds of decisions.
0: Thank goodness for that. Hey,
1: um,
0: well, a movie that we didn't think was actually going to be happening, and we thought would be canceled, has officially been canceled, and that is the Gambit movie with Channing Tatum. Um, So, this movie has had a more troubled and dysfunctional production than the Halle Berry Catwoman movie, which is a whole (laughs) other fascinating story in and of itself. This was supposed to be a spinoff movie from X-Men Origins Wolverine back 10 years... Oh, gosh. 10 years ago. Jeez. But, yeah. It was supposed to be a spinoff of that with Gambit. And then um, Taylor Kitsch dropped out or probably was kicked out because... His career went nowhere. They brought in Channing Tatum. They brought in like three or four directors who all dropped out. Channing Tatum was still attached to it. We'd never heard anything. Now with this Fox merger, it seemed like Gambit was either poop or get off the pot, essentially. Yeah. It was, you have to get this movie into production in like a month or two, or you have to cancel it, was essentially what I, the gist of what I'm reading. And they just couldn't make it happen within that time window. That being said, I'm I'm not mourning this at
1: all. I I'm not sad. Yeah. Now I think I might be in the mi- minority as far as I think the ga- the guy that played Gambit from X Men Origins did a good job. Oh yeah, I I
0: have no complaints I, about Taylor Kitsch. I think he's. No,
1: I I enjoyed him. I enjoy him as an actor in, in general. But he
0: had a rough patch, and that I feel yeah, so bad for him. He was prime for greatness. He's a good actor, but then he had X-Men Origins Wolverine, John Carter, and Battleship, which all just yeah. sunk him so bad. <laughs> they really did. Sunk.
1: Yeah. Uh, and this might be related to something later on, but um, I wouldn't mind seeing him come in as uh, Kyle. the Rainer? The, yes. Ooh! Yes, as uh, for those who don't know, Kyle Rayner is one of the is one of the Green Lanterns to come from Earth, and is my favorite Green Lantern actually. Uh, anyway, so, so that aside, I also wasn't that really like I I, I wasn't that opposed to Channing Tatum playing Gambit. Yeah, Um, I think he's got enough comedic chops to make that kind of thing work, and I don't know. Channing Tatum as an actor over the past few
0: years, ever since the Jump Street movies, has really turned me around. For a while there, to me, he was the eye candy that was in all the chick flicks, like Dear John, um, She's the Man, which admittedly is pretty awesome. But he was was that type of character, and that's totally fine if that's the role you pick. And then... Come to the Jump Street movies, we find out he's got this great sense of humor, amazing comedic timing, and he took on more dramatic roles, um, which really started to help us see him as a real legit actor. Um, So I actually would have been fine with him as Gambit. I'd be really curious how his Bayou accent would have been. But that being said, Gambit as a character is not one of the X-Men characters that I've ever really cared for that much.
1: He's never been one that I was like. He needs a solo movie. Let's go after him. Yeah, he's not Nightwing. Yeah, X Men characters, Nathan. X Men characters.
0: I will bring up that freaking Nightwing movie (laughs) as often as I can.
1: But I mean, if anything, I would have been down for a Gambit Wolverine tag team movie. Yeah, have them go on an adventure. That works for me. Why not? Or Gambit and Cyclops. Yeah. Why uh, So many explosions. Oh, (laughs) but I mean, it could have worked in a lot of different ways, but you know what, in this, in this, in my mind, uh, this is the best thing for this project right now. If you are eventually going to do a Gambit movie, you have to kind of erase this troubled past and to be able to move on.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, We'll get Gambit in the MCU at some point, but it won't be Channing Tatum, and it won't be a solo movie like this. That being said, it's not a big loss to me. This movie waited too long to happen. It had enough issues, so it's probably best for us to put this one out to pasture and let it die. But, as we've seen, not everything that's dead stays dead. Sometimes it comes back as a ghost in the form of Ghostbusters 3. Segway. (laughs) So, speaking of Ghostbusters, it's like I planned it or something.
1: Man, that was really good. I'm so proud of you.
0: Jason Reitman, (laughs) who is the son of Ghostbusters director Ivan Reitman, original Ghostbusters, not 2016 Ghostbusters, has come out and said that in 2020, we're getting a new Ghostbusters sequel set in the original timeline of the original Ghostbusters movie. And not only that, he's secretly been working on this movie for a long time, and it's already more or less started. We even have a teaser trailer for it, which that's awesome. More movie studios should please do that of do things without us knowing and then just surprise to say, hey, this is coming out next year. We're already started. I thought that was awesome. And as someone that's not a huge Ghostbusters fan, I'm immediately going, I'm on board. Yes, please. I don't care. <laughs> okay, would it help you if I said this is in no way at all connected with the 2016 movie?
1: Yeah, no, I'm aware of that. I don't care. I'm not I've never been I'm so indifferent to Ghostbusters and I have ever since I saw the original. I Bill Murray's very funny, but I think he's kind of a dick in that movie. And, well, that's kind of Bill Murray in every movie. I know, but he's not like the fun kind of dick. I guess I don't know. I, I, I was I've never ever been that big of a Ghostbusters fan. So I mean, it's really cool. I agree. It's really cool that he, that Jason kind of did this on the down low, and that the the. And, and he has the
0: familial connection too
1: yes I agree it is pretty cool and you know what and you know me I'm all I'm always open to being wrong because it happens a lot um but really right now I just don't care that's fair
0: even then Ghostbusters I enjoy it I'm not a diehard, but I own the first one it's fun I'm not one of those kids that are just like oh Ghostbusters is one of the greatest comedies of all time it's wonderful it's a comedic masterpiece
1: I enjoy it not.
0: I like other comedies a lot better, but it's it's still good and I it's a world that I would like to see more of. It's a it's a so cool world of possibilities that I would like to see explored more. So that's that's more or less why I'm excited is
1: to see okay, the interesting yeah.
0: possibilities involved. I, I, I I'll give you that then. Well, one that I've actually kind of been defending for a little bit here. Um, not the show at all as It's no secret, I'm not a fan of Supergirl, as I have made that clear on the show a few times. But, um, I think a couple episodes ago, we reported, we didn't report it, it was, we said it from other sources, that Two and a Half Men's John Cryer was cast as Supergirl's Lex Luthor, to which everyone's just going, really? And I'm going, sure, that's not a bad idea, actually. Nope. And this first picture... If just by the picture alone, I am gonna say I was right.
1: Oh yeah. The picture looks great, man. Like that's exactly the kind of Luther I was thinking of when they were like, Hey, John Cryer. I was like, yeah, all right. I'm down. I think people forget John Cryer knows
0: Superman better than most fans. Cause he was in admittedly the worst Superman ever made with quest for peace, but he has a Superman connection already. And for those who don't know, he already looks like Josh, so Josh's on board.
1: I hate you. I don't appreciate being thrown under the bus like that, but... Which, Maybe, when but... I saw the picture, it I didn't look so
0: like bad. Lex Luthor, because he still I has a little, little bit of the the stubble, if I remember correctly. But yes. the look in his eye, that looks like Lex Luthor. That doesn't look like John Cryer. I, I'm yes. more on board with that just by the picture alone than I am with all of Jesse Eisenberg.
1: No, I agree. I I think just the – he looks – he just – he's got that look. The look in his eye looks like Lex. Like I don't know. Yeah. There's not much else we can really say right now. Yeah, it's just one picture. Yeah, uh, but I'm impressed so
0: far. Um, Doesn't mean I'm going to be watching the show. I feel like we say that whenever there's a news story regarding Supergirl.
1: But – Obviously, man, if he – if it turns out that he's a fantastic Lex Luthor, I might. Stomach it and try and try watching it.
0: I would kind of hope, Um, but maybe they've caused too much damage to the character on the show because they they they, have, they just hate Superman on Supergirl. They just use him as the butt of a lot of jokes. I would I wouldn't mind a Superman spinoff show and have Lex Luthor be the main villain.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. I agree. You mean like Smallville? Anyway, moving no, on. like an um, actual
0: Superman show, not a <laughs> Superman origin story. If you're not going to make him into a movie, give him a TV show. Why not? Yeah, why not? I guess. Our last one, our last, I won't even call it news because it really, this very much is a take with a grain of salt, but I thought it was interesting enough that we could talk about it. This is very much a heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend um, that you've been messing around, Um, but this is odd, but his name (laughs) keeps coming up for some reason.
1: Hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. You don't get to make that joke and then try to walk away from it. I was oh wondering my if you caught on to that. No, I caught it. You? Oh, my goodness. And you say that I tell bad jokes.
0: Oh, uh, no, dude. I, I'm always the king of bad jokes here. Uh, that's fair. When does a dad uh, joke become a dad joke? Uh, when the dad says it? I don't know. When it becomes apparent. So, anyway, Zach Re- Efron has been rumored to be g- the new Green Lantern. Which, why does Zach Efron's name keep popping up in DC rumors?
1: Because he looks like a superhero. He really does. He really it's, does. It's, he really does. And honestly, like, I've always thought Zach had has some really good acting chops. Like, Yet I, you I don't not... want him as Nightwing. Of course not. Um,. Because he's too he's too stocky for Nightwing. Um, okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. So First, get out of you here. and your logic. I know, right? It's like my logic of wanting Tom Hardy as Wolverine. Anyway, that's um, not logic. It's that is logic. He's short and stocky, just like Wolverine. He's got the anyway. Let's not go down that road again. Um, Efron, but Zach Ef- Zac Efron as Hal Jordan would be fantastic. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, okay, at his core, what is Hal Jordan? He is a ladies' man, party boy. Yeah. Air, uh, airman who is deep down afraid and is nervous. Like, but has, like, I don't know how to properly describe it, but he... Hal Jordan. I think Zach Efron could really be a good Hal Jordan. I didn't even thought about that. You oh, pitched yeah. him as Kyle Rayner, which I could also see. Oh no, uh, no, no!
1: But, no. I pitched um, uh, John Carter as the guy that played him as as Taylor Kitsch. Yeah,
0: my yeah, bad. Taylor, Taylor Kitsch as
1: yeah. Kyle Rayner. Which really okay. Uh, picture this with me, real quick. All right. So let's let let's just just say you know Kitsch is Kyle and Zach becomes Hal Jordan. Um, then let's put, um, we need somebody older. Why not? I, I mean, he's always going to be my pick, but, uh, and just Elba as John. as John Stewart. That's the Obviously. one you need to,
0: that's my favorite Green Lantern is John Stewart. So they have I, him. I think that'll
1: be, yeah, that it's going to depend on if he stays with Marvel or not. No, he's but, done. Oh, he's done. done. All right, cool. That, that actually gives me way too much hope. So let's it's not... a
0: matter of if he's the next Bond or not.
1: No, yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, just imagine. So you got Kyle. You got Hal. You got George, uh, John. Let's do... Maybe Guy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who I would have, have play Guy. One um... of the Sprouse twins. <laughs> no! No!
0: No, no, no. Um, it's not like Guy is the most liked of all the lanterns, anyway. I
1: know, but like he—he's also like a big meathead, and so I can't really like have the spouse, one of the yeah. spouses, do that. Um, oh, John Cena. <laughs> Yep. John, John if we C. couldn't get guy. him as Shazam. I could see him as Guy Gardner. Oh, dude. Yes. Absolutely, as guy. Oh, let's go. I'm just like, but I'm just picturing Sinestro oh. trying to take the earth, and all four of them are, are right there.
0: I know he was on Titans, though. But what about the guy that played um, Hawk as Guy Gardner?
1: Oh, yeah. Alan I So I've been kind of watching him. So I, I first saw him uh, in uh, this small little TV show called uh, Blue Mountain State. which Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very crude, very hilarious show. Um, but then also uh, he was a main character recently this past year in a show called Blood Drive, which is a show I think I told you about. Um, it was on El Rey for a little bit. The entire run of the first season, it's about, uh, it's a post-apocalyptic stuff. And like, um, it's a basically death race, but the cars run on blood, not gasoline. Oh yeah. 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 So it, 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 but, and there's definitely more to the plot, but it's very good, but he's very good in it as well. And then watching him as a Hawk on Titans, which again, I think we plug it almost every week. Like if you haven't watched it, if you're not watching Titans, what are you doing? Um, but he's very, yeah, I know he would be a very good uh, yeah, guy. I, I almost always the, call him I almost always call him by this, his, his name from uh, Blue Mountains state without even thinking about it.
0: I think more than anything, this rumor, and again, take this with a huge grain of salt. This is just a rumor. I think this just confers to me that eventually Zach Gaffron will be in a either Marvel or DC, more than likely DC, because he's been attached to a lot of DC rumors, not any Marvel ones that I know of. Don't yeah. be surprised at all if he is attached to a DC film within the calendar
1: year. Oh, yeah. You know it would be hilarious? Nightwing? No, if we got a major swerve and they cast him as Adam Warlock. <laughs> he's not
0: old <laughs> enough for that, I don't think. Uh, why, why would he have to be old? David Hasselhoff as Adam Warlock. Oh, get out of here. Just for the perm.
1: <laughs> but hes they've already confirmed David Hasselhoff exists only as David Hasselhoff. Yeah, that's in true. The Mar- in the Marvel Universe, which is really just shooting yourself in the foot there.
0: Yeah, you could have <laughs> had David Hasselhoff as Galactus. Oh, man. Oh, just
1: Really, like...
0: But now you uh, can still have Shatner as Galactus.
1: Oh, God, no, stop. Oh, uh, but yeah, you know, I agree. I, th- I think at this point, Zach Efron's going—he's going to be in the DC universe. It's just a matter of who he's going to be. Night I wouldn't Wayne. mind him. I wouldn't mind him as Green Arrow, like a young Green Arrow.
0: No, we're we're reserving that for Charlie Hunnam, remember? Or Ewan uh, McGregor. Uh
1: Or Eggsy? Ooh, no, he's Red Hood. Oh, that's right. My bad. Yeah, get your fantasy (laughs) casting correct. No, 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 no. How dare you cast Red Hood without Jensen?
0: Yeah, it all depends on the age of our new Batman because, as we've said, like, almost every week we're getting a new Batman, not Ben
1: Affleck. I mean, yeah, but still, like, he's going to be older than Jensen. And, like, if if the timeline is right, then, I mean, it makes sense. I don't know.
0: That's just
1: me fan casting.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's enough fan casting today. We'll get into our main topic of discussion after a sponsorship break. Josh, you got anything for this week?
1: Um, oh, uh if you haven't had them, try uh Bang energy drinks. Bang has been keeping me going this past couple weeks, man. Like, oh. Bangarang? I mean, no, but ba- not Bangarang. They they're called Bangs. Bangarang.
0: Bangarang. So, Our main topic of discussion this week is the Academy Awards posted their listing of nominees. And boy, do we have some thoughts. Not all of them are good, but some of them are. Not all of them. A lot of them
1: aren't good. (laughs) I want to point out, first of all, that I think you and I, like a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, said we don't see the point you 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 said okay i did i said it i don't think these awards or nominations mean anything but that doesn't make me any less upset
0: (laughs) yeah this seems it's not just us there seemed to be a lot of discussion online of people going what what was the Academy thinking with a lot of these picks? So we're going to go down some of these different categories and just kind of give our general thoughts. We're not going to go category by category here, obviously. But we're going to hit the highlights for the uh, big Oscar nominations, what should have gotten nominated, what did get nominated, what we think got the Academy got right, what they got wrong, etc. cetera. So let's start off with the big one. Best picture. We've got Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, *Stars Born, and Vice. Two of these I don't think should be on here at all.
1: It's interesting that A Quiet Place isn't on there. <sighs> yeah, I know. And you know why it's not on there?
0: Because it was good?
1: No, because it's a horror movie.
0: Uh, let's not go that far. The Shining won an Academy Award.
1: Yeah, but that's a different time true like and it was a kubrick movie horror the movies. love kubrick yeah exactly so i don't know. i that's my theory that might be a uh, conspiracy but like when's the last time no matter how good it was a horror no, movie no i know
0: my bad my bad it wasn't the shining it was silence of the lambs in
1: 1990 oh but that's silence of the lambs man like exactly
0: Shining didn't win anything, I don't think. It was Silence of the yeah. Lambs that won a whole bunch of stuff. It won uh, best picture, best supporting actor with Anthony Hopkins, and best lead actress with Jodie but, Foster, I believe.
1: Yeah, but that, and see, like that's the other thing though that that movie had going for it, is that it's good. Well, Anthony Hopkins won best supporting actor off of what was it like fifteen minutes of screen yeah, time? Yeah, I think
0: under fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, like so, like that's that's uh, that's a whole other animal. But I mean, that doesn't negate the fact that the quiet a quiet place is in my opinion, the best pic- picture of the year, but yeah, we again, both said I'm, that was our I'm, favorite
0: and probably the best movie that we saw last year.
1: It, it, yeah. And at the end of the day, we're probably a little more biased and obviously I, I, the big questions that I have, regardless on what you thought about, about these movies are what is the Academy's criteria for what makes it, makes it the best picture? Cause you can't sit here and be like, well, we all really liked it. Well, cause that's, that's not that's the case not... for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, exa- exactly. That, that's my not point. Not all the it's critics so that... liked
0: that one. A lot of critics didn't like that one. I'd say, exactly. the, according to Rotten Tomatoes, about two-thirds of the critics liked it. So there's still a third of the critics that didn't like it. I personally thought it was just okay. Not exactly. nearly best picture worthy. It, no, exactly. I think it has a lot of storytelling issues and a lot of weird choices that the film makes, but definitely not best picture worthy. But then there's Black Panther. Which is not even the best comic book movie of the year. No,
1: it's but not. it is still a
0: big deal. And I'll and it it's is. because it's the first comic book movie to be nominated for Best Picture. So while I really am adamant about The Dark Knight should have been nominated in two thousand eight and Logan should have been nominated a year or two ago whenever that came out, this is still really cool to see a comic book movie getting nominated for Best Picture, which gives me hope that someday we'll win it. It sure as heck's not gonna be Black Panther. That wins for the first comic book movie. But someday, I think we will get a comic book movie winning Best Picture.
1: No, I wouldn't doubt it. I I, I think a part of that is, you know, that I think the Academy is just a bunch of old farts who uh, are just trying to please some people. Yeah, um, Which... Especially because Black Klansman is on there and I I couldn't get us through the first thirty minutes. Now, granted, that might be because I'm not like a target demographic for that, but like at the same point, like I don't I don't know. I think I, that's also the, Black
0: Panther. Um remember a few months ago the Academy floated this idea of having a most popular movie category? And then everyone was like, no, that's a stupid idea. Don't do that. I think this is kind of the Academy trying to slip one of those in regardless of, hey, let's have at least one mainstream movie that a lot of people have seen to try and get some eyeballs back on us because we're losing viewership. I think that's what this is, is the revenge of the category of, well, you guys didn't want it. We'll have a popular movie in here anyway, just because.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you. I I I wouldn't be surprised. That's a very Academy thing to do. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Going down the list a little bit more. Okay. There is one that, on paper, you wouldn't think, really, that's what he's hot under the collar about? More so than Black Panther getting nominated for Best Picture, which does bother me, but not as much as Best Documentary Feature. I'm livid. Okay, I'm curious. The nominees are a whole bunch of movies that I've never heard of. Free Solo, Hale County, This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap, Of Fathers and Sons, and someone called RBG. Why does this bother me? Because it doesn't have the best documentary and one of the most critically acclaimed documentaries of the year, Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary about Mr. Rogers. Yep. (laughs) Okay, seriously, though? In all uh, but honestly, seriously, that is one of the best documentaries I have seen in a lot of years. It is so good. And the fact it's not even nominated is ridiculous. It got so much critical praise when it came out. I saw it. It is phenomenal. It's worthy. It, it's one of those that you automatically just kind of assume it's a shoe-in, and then it doesn't even get nominated. Looking at you, Lego movie. Still not over that from
1: 2014. <laughs> For
0: those of you who but don't like, know... I off, I kind of wrote off that the first Lego movie would just win for best animated feature when it came out. wasn't even nominated, but thank God Karst um, Planes was.
1: <laughs> hey, hey uh, you sound a little bitter there, bud. You you okay?
0: The Academy is not my neighbor. Mr. Rogers <laughs> oh, does not approve of the Academy's lifestyle. Nothing.
1: Nothing that the Academy does make sense. So, um, wasn't it, wasn't it last year that they got accused of being racist? Oh yeah. Isn't it interesting how two very prominent black movies are, are right there in the nominations this year?
0: Yeah. Well, we move on to animated feature film, um, which hopefully one of these wins, but I don't think it will because, again, Academy has bias, but not the bias you're expecting. Uh, Best animated feature film, there is Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mira, I don't know that one, Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'll tell you which one should win, but which one will win. Um, Into the Spider-Verse should win it because, wow, that is one of the best animated movies I've seen in a long time. It's really good. It's so good. Probably one of the best Spider-Man movies ever. Unfortunately, Incredibles 2 is winning this. I don't
1: know, man. Isle of Dogs is a Wes Anderson movie and he's Wes Anderson has like a in with the the uh, Academy. So
0: True, but the only thing the Academy loves more than Wes Anderson is Pixar and Disney. Holy crap, the Academy loves Disney, even when Disney doesn't deserve it. Looking at you Brave it gets nominated and wins stuff that it doesn't, frankly, deserve. That's fair. It's because the Academy, I feel like a lot of times with animated movies, doesn't really know the movies, and so they just kind of go, oh, this one's a Disney one, let's just vote for the Disney one.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Which, looking at this list, you know what's not there that should have been? Maybe replacing Ralph Breaks the Internet so Disney doesn't have two nominees? It wouldn't have won, but it would have been great. Teen Titans, Guard of the Movies. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that should have been in there. Because fantastic I will movie. die on my sword that that was one of the funniest comedies of 2018.
1: It's fantastic. It surprised me, man. and I, Hell yeah. I, I,
0: surprised me, too.
1: This is. Jeez. Um, I'm seeing as I mean, far as. I agree. Spider Man hmm. should definitely win. I, don't I think haven't it will, seen it yet. I. It, it, I don't know, man. I don't think I've ever seen a spider, like an animated movie, get this much amount of praise. So, I mean, there might be a chance, but, you know, you never know.
0: I'm seeing A Star is Born getting a lot of nominations. Um, I think it could win quite a few. Um, Prompt to Bradley Cooper for directing this. Critically beloved film. I really wanted to see it. I just have not gotten a chance to see it yet. I'm hearing really good things about it, so I think it's yeah, one of the top contenders to steal a lot of the awards this year. I agree. I haven't. I haven't really heard anything bad about it. Yeah, uh, which kind of leads me to uh, best actor in a leading role. Yeah, Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe, your favorite at At Eternity's Gate. Uh, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody and Viggo Mortensen, Aragorn in Green Book. Um, looking Ooh. at this list, there's two. This really is a two person race, I think. Either Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, which I still think he's just okay. He was good in it, but I just saw Rami Malek in it. I didn't know, necessarily yeah. see Freddie get, Mercury in it. The one that, that I see it going to, though, is Christian Bale with Vice just because of the tremendous physical transformation that he went to, and the Academy loves stuff like that.
1: Well, it's... And honestly, to his credit, I didn't even know it was Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes you can kind of tell based on voice, but, like, you can't tell at all that that's Christian Bale. Like, at all.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I think think it's Christian Bale for that one, just because of the... Really, really noticeable physical transformation in the face and all those pounds that he put on that shot that you see in the trailer with him with his gut hanging out. I'm like, that cannot be healthy, dude. Yeah. But the Academy loves dedication like that with serious actors, so um, I see him taking it there. Um, best director, we've got Spike Lee with Clan, with Black Klansman. Um, some person that I've, I'm not even going to try and pronounce their name because... Both of them are going to be too hard with Cold War and The Favorite. Both of those, I'm not even going to attempt to say their name. Alfonso Caron with Roma and Adam McKay with Vice. I'll go with Alfonso Cuaron with Roma, even though I know nothing about Roma. Um, the Academy loves Cuaron ever since Gravity. Um, and then he did something else that got him a lot, that won him an Academy Award, I think. Um. Which... As many movies as he makes, I'll still always know him as, hey, you're the guy that did Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And that that's your only Harry Potter movie. Yep. It's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go Quran on that one. And I'm sure you're just going, yep, sure. Yep, yep. 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 I know all these movies.
1: Me. Yep, I have a lot. It, it's, and it's really my own fault. I really haven't gotten to go to a lot of movies this year. So it, it's been, I'm kind of like going with the ones that I know. Um, but yeah, both, um, production design and
0: costume design. I'm not okay with, but we'll go through them anyway. Production design is Black Panther, The Favorite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, and Roma. Costume design is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. You got one big, wet movie excluded from both your list. Where's freaking Aquaman?
1: It's a superhero movie, it doesn't
0: get anything. Say what you, so is Black Panther. Yeah, well. Say what you will about Aquaman, whether you liked it or not, you didn't. You can't deny that those had some fantastic costume yeah. designs and fantastic production designs. Those looked awesome. Yeah, I agree. Like it looked so good from a Maybe creativity <laughs> standpoint of the designs of everything, the look of everything. I'm just like, really? No love for Aquaman at all. Even Ready Player and, like, One I got could, nominated for something, but Aquaman couldn't. Which we'll we'll get to that Ready Player One bridge in a second. But um, well, yeah, yeah I'm not like, happy it, about that.
1: It's it's it is interesting because you can you can try to make the argument. Well, it came in too late in the season, but uh, Enter the Spider Verse is nominated. Yeah, and they came out about the same time. So what's the big deal? Whatever. Now this one,
0: there should be a clear winner, but again, I don't think it's going to be the one that we want. Uh, Sound editing. Normally, I wouldn't give a crap about this category, but A Quiet Place is in it, so I care. Uh, Sound editing, A Quiet Place. Again, Black Panther. Why does Black Panther keep showing up here? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, and Roma. I think it's a three-horse race, and not the one that we want will win this race. I want A Quiet Place to win because this movie... Has some of the best sound editing I've heard in a movie in a long time, and holy crap, it's awesome. And it needs to have good sound editing because it relies on sound as a key story element. I feel like it's either going to go to First Man or Bohemian Rhapsody here, though, especially probably Bohemian Rhapsody because it's like, it's a music-related movie. But the sound editing itself isn't anything special in, in Bohemian Rhapsody. It A Quiet Place needed good sound editing. Bohemian Rhapsody, they just throw it in there. It's... It, doesn't yeah. necessarily enhance the story. The, any, the sound, the story the sound editing,
1: yeah, the sound editing in a quiet place literally creates the atmosphere.
0: Yes, um, but yeah, I'm rooting for a quiet place primarily because it's the only category that a quiet place is nominated in, and it, I don't like that.
1: No, same. Um, That's gonna be kind of crushing for John.
0: I don't think he was making it for Academy recognition. But if he keeps up what he's doing, I think he'll get nominated for something eventually in his career as a director. Or as an actor. Um, We got Best Animated Short Film, which I don't normally care about. But The Incredibles 2 had a really good one that I want to win. Uh, We got Animal Behavior, Bow, Late Afternoon, One Small Step, and Weekends. I only know of one of these, and that's Bow. That's the one in front of Incredibles 2. And holy crap, this one better win. I love
1: this one so much.
0: It's the The one with the dumpling.
1: It creeped me out.
0: Not going to lie. I remember seeing it the first time in theaters and thinking it was super weird. And then the twist happens where everything makes sense. And you're just like, oh, and then when I saw the Incredibles again, and I know what the outcome is. Everyone's laughing. And then when she eats the dumpling, no one's laughing anymore when she finds out what it means. And everyone's just like, oh. Oh, oh no, 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 no! My soul wasn't ready for that. <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, fair. that's the power of cinema, and it's so good."
1: <laughs> that's fair. I, I only got, I only went and saw Incredibles two once. That's about all I needed. So,
0: yeah it it's okay. It's whatever. I don't want it to win Best Animated Picture, though. That's for sure. Well, I'm also mad about another one. I'm just mad. Not like a you, livid, you like just, I was a just, Crimes of Grindelwald rant that I've had too many times, or like my Fallen Kingdom rant, but uh, it's more just like, really, Academy? Really? Get the Miz out here. Really? Really? Original, <laughs> best original score. Again, Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Again, where is Aquaman. Aquaman, I thought had a much better soundtrack than Black Panther.
1: Well, to to Black Panther's credit, you had one guy who's who doesn't usually write movie music, basically write all of the music for for that movie. In uh, Kendrick Lamar. So, like, I mean, I don't know. It's uh,
0: uh it might. Aquaman's score, I still listen to that on the regular. I love the soundtrack for Aquaman. It had great music. Into the Spider-Verse had great music, which I think that should be nominated for on the year as well.
1: Uh, I could see that. Um, I could
0: see Mary I'm I'm gonna go with Mary Poppins' returns on this one.
1: It'll it'll be an insult if it doesn't.
0: Yeah. Okay. This one I feel like is gonna be the most Hey guys, these are the movies that you saw this year. Um, please watch our show, because there's a whole bunch of movies that you have heard of. Best visual effects. Again, uh, Well, at least Black Panther's not nominated for this, because it did not have good visual effects. Um, mm. Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo A Star Wars Story. I'm going to scratch off Solo A Star Wars Story, like, right off the bat. There was nothing special about those visual effects. Nope. Um... If I had to pick one, I'd actually probably go with Christopher Robin, in all honesty. Really? Um, Why? Because Infinity War special effects were fine. It was your standard stereotypical superhero one. Ready Player One, also really cool. And that would probably be a close second for me, actually above Infinity War. And I've heard really good things about First Man, so I think First Man will probably win it. But the one I want to win is Christopher Robin. You know I didn't like the movie. I've made that clear on quite a few episodes now. The effects look amazing, though, with Pooh and everyone else.
1: Those look like they're there. They're really good effects. Yeah. I mean, it it definitely helps having Ewan there.
0: Yeah, but from everything I've read online... First Man has some great effects, so I think it's probably gonna win it. So, but again, it's that here. Here's things that you probably heard of. Please watch. yeah. And then last, we'll go with film editing. Uh, Black Klansman again, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, The Favorite, and Vice. Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought it had some weird editing choices. Um, it's again, it's an okay movie. But I, I don't get the love, all this love for a Bohemian Rhapsody. I really don't. It was an okay movie. Even the critics were kind of, even the ones that liked it, were like, this is fine. It's nothing to write home about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, uh, I don't know, man. Like. I I try so hard to care about these kinds of things. It's just tough because, like, you, it's at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of old people in a room making decisions that don't matter. Okay.
0: Um, if kind of trying to draw this out a little bit more, if you could, if the Academy came to you and was like, Josh, we need your help. You First of all, you'd be like, dude, I know you do. But... Um, <laughs> If the Academy came to you you and was like, how would you do the Academy Awards? What would you do to spruce it up, to get more people interested in watching our show? What would you say or do?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, you got to keep your host.
0: Wow, you went straight for the throw. Let's, Just get Billy yeah. Crystal. We've
1: already said this before. Yeah, get Billy Crystal, Do uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Just Neil Patrick Harris, somebody. John
0: Cena, Hugh Jackman, uh, Anybody, McGregor. I don't like,
1: care. Like you can't. You've t- you've now taken away the one thing that is cur- is currently keeping people watching your show. Yeah. Second of all, don't don't pander. Like we know that there's a lot of very arty movies out there and you know what? If they win, they win. And then, Hey, look at that. You've just promoted this movie by it winning instead of being like, well, we're only going to go with movies that people have heard. Yeah. I I think if you're going to make a move, if you're going to make movie awards mean something, everybody can, you know, post criteria. Uh, like on, on your website or just make, so that we know, oh, OK, I get it. You know, the the best the differences between these best pictures are, are this, this and this and this. This is why black critically, why Black Panther is better than, I don't know, Black Klansmen. You know what I mean? Like explain your process. So it's not just a bunch of old men in a sticky, stinky room making decisions based on you know, just, uh, what's the word? It's just because it's art, you know, like at the end of the day, it's art and everyone's going to have a different perspective. So you've got to have some kind of criteria. I think something that I just now
0: thought of as you're talking actually, um, was I would like to see them kind of do something similar to the baseball hall of fame. So there's two different, Um, voting classes in the Baseball Hall of Fame. There's, like, the actual voting committee, and then there's the Writers Guild. There's, like, the Baseball Writers Guild, which is, like, people that cover the sport. I would like people actually in the business, like actors, producers, directors. That could be part of it. But then you also have actual critics, like people that post on Rotten Tomatoes, um, actual critics with credentials, can be responsible for voting, too, more or less as, like, the people's vote, if you will, of... You don't necessarily have to make the show for everyone. You can still have it be the standard of this is the best in the field, so you're not going to know every movie. And I I still think that popular movie category is dumb. But find ways to reach your audience by not devaluing what you present already. Um... Within the show itself, I'd say cut out all the musical numbers. Like, you do that every year they do the... These are the five songs nominated for best original song. You don't need that crap. It's filler, and you know it is. The show's too long anyway. I would also cap the Academy Awards at two hours. That's it. If the uh, the lesser categories, not... Not saying certain categories are viewed as more important than others, but they are, for better or for worse. Um, like, less categories like costume design, production design, um, best live action short, stuff like that. That doesn't necessarily have to be shown on air. That could be either, if you want to go with wrestling terminology, the pre show, or during the commercial breaks, just make the official announcement and stuff. And if people want to, they can watch, like, extras of it online for whatever else. Trim down your show, trim the fat to make it more easily digestible to a modern audience so they're not having to sit through hours upon hours of things that they don't know or care about. They're watching it to be entertained. And by and large, people aren't entertained. That's why their viewership is down year over year because they're not connecting with their audience. They're losing that connection. And I think part of it's the runtime, part of it's the... Um, just I don't know, kind of this disconnect between the higher ups and your standard moviegoers because they don't, they clearly don't watch the same thing, and that's fine. The critics have never been the biggest proponent of what the people watch, and that's it's good to have that divide of what is the general Joe Schmo watching and what is the critics watching. So, I don't want to make the Academy Awards the People's Choice Awards or heaven forbid MTV music awards, that type of crap, but find a way to make it more accessible. Maybe have like the best picture, but then the people's award or something. I don't know. Like have a movie that's voted in by people for best picture.
1: Make it more interesting. Give us some criteria. As, so, you know, if anything, we can join in on the choosing of the of the movies, if anything, just from our homes, but then at least then we can be if we have criteria and we can get in on the choosing of movies. Then where you got us involved, get people involved in it. Uh, that's all that all you need.
0: Yeah, I I don't know what the fix is, but having a host for one would certainly be a good thing. Ah, yep. Uh, I I don't know. Do you think there's any? Shots from the movie that we, the movies that we know are coming out um, this year. Do you see any of them? Like any super early predictions for next year's Oscars?
1: Oh, I have. I'm, I have no desire to make those predictions just yet. Toy um, Story four
0: for best animated feature.
1: But then you'd be just forgetting about um, How to Train Your Dragon three. I actually
0: was originally thinking How to Train Your Dragon three, but then then I remembered the Academy loves Pixar.
1: That is true. That is true. Best visual effects think... will
0: go to Lion King.
1: Yeah. Um. No, it's totally gonna go to Dumbo. Ew. <laughs> don't like uh, yeah, you it, 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 It'll probably go to Lion King, honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's too far out. All these artsy fartsy ones that actually end up getting nominated don't come out till November, or December, anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's because they're smart and they put it there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our Oscar nomination rundown. Um, yeah, Josh doesn't care. I still somewhat care, but my interest <laughs> has drastically waned since these nominations have come out. I think they really missed the mark this year.
1: But yeah, it's uh, they, and it's you know it's kind of sad because I think almost every year they they miss some kind of mark. But it seems like
0: more and more they miss the mark.
1: Yeah, more and more every year.
0: Well, what do you guys think about the Oscar nominations this year? Is there any clear-cut favorites that you guys uh, think there are any movies that you're like, this should win, any movies that you really like that didn't get nominated? Let us know in the comments below. And as always, if you like you know and you want to see more, subscribe to whatever you're listening to us on, whether that's Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, whatever fits your fancy. And as always, stay sharp, movie guys and gals.